Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Station. If, if, I, if I'm playing the play, This is Dirt and Sprague. Three-point play. That stops a 9-0 Milwaukee run. Chance at the last shot. Drew Holiday! Happy Valentine's Day! A bomb from Drew Holiday. Get those flowers ordered, coach! With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brandon Sprague. He's not now to sharpen the corner. Oh, let's go, let's go. Ball let's take go. Control. Oh, my goodness! Shaden Sharp cocks it back and hammers it down. Gravity knows no bounds for Shaden. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader. 1080, The Fan. Hump day. Happy hump day, everybody. How we doing? How we feeling? What is happening? I'm on a real cold streak here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We lose money on the Blazers last night? You got some gross hairs on your microphone. God, I think that's my wife's pubes. <laughs> um, okay. All right. What the hell were you guys doing on Valentine's Day Well, yesterday? I shaved my head. Where's the hair coming from? <laughs> it ain't my hair. Uh no, no, I, she I like she likes the feeling. I've actually not gambled the last uh, couple Blazer games. I'm staying away from Blazer games. Okay, the Blazers are not a team you should have any confidence in gambling on or against. Probably not. No, and so I'm out. I I hit my big bets on the Super Bowl, and that money's just been sitting in my account. I haven't bet anything. I want to throw some futures down, but I don't know what futures I want to throw down yet. Because I'm with you. I don't gamble a lot in the non-football season. Occasional NBA, occasional golf tournament here or there. Yeah, mainly a football season better. And I love winning money on the Super Bowl. And then you throw some stuff down on MVPs, NFC winners, division winners. I love getting future NFL bets in there. Future bets are fun, but like I hate waiting. And it is a, I, it is a horrible weight. And then you forget and you want to like fade the pick because you feel differently. You're like, oh, I gambled against that already. Why did I take that team? No, uh, I'm having a real cold streak with guests. Ah, we can't find anybody, huh? I'm getting a lot of like no responses or no's. <laughs> and it's uh, I hate that. What cities are we trying to go to? Let's just start hating on all those cities. Well, New York is never an easy uh, city to get a guest from. you, New York. Nobody likes New York. Uh, you're right. They're not the hub of no, the world. Nobody cares. Um, <laughs> you'd think Vegas would be easy, and it's you know, one. We have one guy over there. I, his name is blanking me. Uh, Sal Capaccio. No, not Sal Capaccio. Who is our Vegas? I know guy? our guy. I'm picturing his face. Yeah. I know his face. He's he's usually Isn't pretty it like good. Vinny Mont. Yeah, Vinny yes. or Vinny. something. It's Vinny Bonsignor. Uh, Bonsignor. 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 And he's a good right. dude, but like he's in Vegas. Vegas is not an easy. San Francisco is an awful city, and I'm I'm labeling West Coast time zone, so you could be like, well, duh, it's early, but like I'm. I go to East Coast right now. Like, I'm on a real cold streak. I'm 0 for my la- my last four. That's not a good feeling, man. You're taking shots at the bar right now. You're walking up to different ladies trying to get somebody to go home with you, and they're all telling you no. It's not a good feeling. I've been I've been told no by two golf people. I can't even get <laughs> a golf You can't even get a golf person. guy on the show? No, I thought it'd be fun to have a golf writer or a golf wow. person today because the Genesis starts tomorrow. Full swing is out today. Full swing released today. I have a actual golf segment I want to get to today. Ooh, let's go, baby. And, well, I just you know, 
I uh, I would have thought that'd be easy, and here I am just being told to f off. Like it's not a good feeling. You can interview me for the Daily Ticker today. I'll talk about full swing with you. I'm a noted golf podcast host. Okay, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's a pretty big deal. You need to lean more into doing that <laughs> into the golf pod. No, I think you need to lean more into being that person. Like, hey, you need somebody. Hey, I'm right here, buddy. Yeah, I'm your guy. I had somebody do that to me once. They went, right you here. know, I cover that team. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Thank right. you. Have a good day. I do. I do have problems with golf from time to time. Like I, when I'm bored on the weekends and there's nothing on, you know what I do? I I watch old golf tournaments. That's what. Yeah, I know. It's really weird. You just pull up YouTube on you your just, TV you and watch pull, old golf tournaments. You can pull up any final round of the Masters ever played on YouTube, and you mm. can go back and watch them. Do you have one that you? Do you yeah, so that's your sporting event you choose to watch if yes. you're going for old timey old classics. One without a doubt, not even close. Really, not even close. I do old basket. I do '90s basketball games to see how much I rem like what I remember. Sure, and then what I thought in the moment as a child. And how I view it now as an adult. It's kind of fun to revisit things because your mind, you forget little aspects of it. And there's some great tournaments over the years that I forget about. Like the 2001 Masters, maybe one of the greatest of all time in the part of the Tiger Slam. And he's with playing with Phil Mickelson in the final round. David Duvall got hot. David like, Duvall. An all-time Masters moment. All, I love watching it. And you don't watch all the other riffraff. Like if they show somebody that's not one of those three guys, you just double tap and you fast, you know, fast forward 10 seconds. I'm not watching a seven-hour broadcast here. But you fast forward to your guys that you want to watch. There is something that's incredibly therapeutic for me about watching an elite golfer hit throughout the course of a final round of a tournament. And I, I will go down that rabbit hole. I watched a 30-minute Tiger Woods press conference yesterday. Oh, so did I. Yeah, it was great. Um, I did that when I watched uh, the Bulls-Jazz finals, the game six that Jordan hit the shot. The famous game six. It's funny to watch that and see, like, the strategy by Utah, what it really was when you watched the Bulls. Commentators were saying at the time. Yeah, like, even the shot by Costas. Like, Costas had a good call on that shot, but... It still felt like it was below the moment yeah. because we didn't know if that was it or not. Like, yeah, we no had clue. a feeling it would be, but we weren't really sure. And, man, if it was, how, how much of a cap off that was. And then guys like Austin Carr check it. And you go, oh, yeah, Austin Carr with the specs. Famous Portland resident Austin Carr. He lives in Portland? Yeah. His son played at West Lynn, I think, I want to say. Really? Yeah. Austin Carr lives in Portland, yeah. Oregon? I, yeah. I, I, know, I know people that used to, I don't know if he still lives there, but I know some family friends that live right, used to live right next door to him. And he wear like the, he, it looked like he wore Oakleys it when was he was rocking goggles, baby. Yeah. I think that was Kenny Carr's son that played at West Oh, am Lynn. I thinking Kenny Carr? Yeah. There was a car kid. I know that. Maybe yeah. it wasn't Austin wow. Carr, Kenny Carr. Maybe it was Kenny Carr. Old reliable okay. right there. Hey, we're just, I'm not the basketball guy. What I'm do you want from me? I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure. I'm not it's... coming on the show for the Daily Ticker to Tom Hoops. Dude, okay. we got two unsure people giving out <laughs> advice or information. Kenny Carr does sound more accurate. That does sound more accurate. <laughs> That's Now that I hear the first <laughs> he name, I'm like, for yeah. the Blazers for yeah. a number of years. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I was going to say, that would be one of the more random celebrity slash pro athlete people to live in Portland, Oregon would be Austin Carr. Hey, who doesn't like it in the in the great Northwest? I mean, it's great. Yeah, there's always more people than you think. But Austin Carr, why are you here? I don't know. I just didn't leave. What did Austin Carr look like? Now I want to Google that. He, You don't remember him? I don't remember Jazz. Austin Carr, no. He wore, like, colored specs. They weren't even goggles. They were legitimately, like, Oakley sunglasses. When you Google him, you'll go, oh, yeah. He wore, like, 55. Yeah, yeah. He probably would have cleaned up in the NBA because he was kind of a stretch big. He could he could hit a mid-range shot. Yeah, modern NBA probably would have been great. Yeah. That's the other game I play is watching the NBA from the 90s and, and, and pinpointing players that would go, oh, he would have got paid. <laughs> oh, he would have been useless. Oh, he would have got paid. Like, how many athletes playing back in an era of a yeah, different... Yeah, what would Brad Seller's career have been? Oh, I mean... You just you think about the possibilities. He was the first seven like foot that. three. Just and teams didn't know how to use him. They didn't at all. <laughs> what do we do with this guy? They didn't want to use him. I still remember practices. God, you know, now that we're going down this rabbit hole, I remember like vividly. I remember middle school basketball practices, and our coach who played in college. He was a pretty good player. He he would he would say, "Don't shoot the three. Don't shoot the three. Don't do it. 60% from right here. You guys see where I'm at? 
It's a layup. And like just the preaching of only shoot here, shoot closer in, don't shoot farther away. <laughs> to see where the game is now is hilarious to think of the 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 kind of positions that that was and what it is now like don't shoot we don't shoot long shots don't you dare do it we shoot close range shots you get to the hoop okay and now it's like hey i want you to shoot as many of those long range <laughs> shots as you can at what age does that begin for kids like at what age do they start becoming chuckers now it's now middle school middle school chuckers yeah that's where we're at it's not fifth grade girls i can tell you that much because yeah. i have one player that yeah. shoots threes once in a while and oh. it is horrific and it needs to stop you need to put you're the coach you got to put a stop to this i've, I've told put her the kibosh on that i i yeah. told her last game i said you can't shoot that she airballed <laughs> yeah I, I would imagine she straight airballed and it's a long led, ways away it was a wasted possession and i said you can't shoot that shot because I can make it. I'm like, no, you can't. Eh, no, 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 you're no. at like a 10% clip. No, yeah. It's, it's not a high 10 percentage. 10% clip is not a good uh, percentage. After practice, then you go, all right, here you go. You got to make 50% in practice. God, if you had a uh, uh, like a little girl's basketball team that could make threes, they would just dominate the dojo. We would destroy the opponent. Are you, you on, had a couple are you of on, threes a game. Oh, are you on nine-foot hoops or 10-foot hoops? No, we play on the old 10-foots. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's not a very high-scoring affair, but... Yeah, that's the funny thing. You give finals that are like 11 to 10. You get one three in there. That's a total game changer. Oh, God. You guys missed it this weekend. There was some drama. Uh-oh. So we lost our second straight game. We were close. It was the number one team in our league. They were undefeated. I think I'm blaming coaching. Uh, it's fair. I, that's totally fair. Um, they had size. They had skill. We have some players that are new to the game. They're learning the game as they're going along, and they're coming along pretty well, but... We were tied until late in the second half. Things got a little chippy. Oh, parents were comment. I had a I had a parent come to me and say, uh, "I grew up near the Tijuana border. <laughs> I almost went down and ended a dude." I'm not kidding. That was from a mom. I had another mom go. Excuse me. Do you mind if I email the league? My daughter got elbowed in the face. Uh oh. And I found out the other coach and his daughter who are on the team. Uh, they tend to play and teach that style of basketball. The hell's wrong with people? So there was some uh, controversy this weekend. I didn't really think much of it. I had a player that was crying post game, and I shook the other coach's head, not thinking much of it. But That's part of the game, toughen them up. I I had play I had players' parents that were quite upset by the <laughs> physicality in which we played. <laughs> uh, the last the game of my nieces that I went to, it was funny. The opposing coach was every, every all the parents that were coaching her team were. You know, wearing, like, sweatpants and a T-shirt. It was early on a Saturday morning. Like, not, nah, all right, let's just go have some fun here. I don't dress, as a, as a coach, I'll tell you right now, I'm wearing a T-shirt, a backwards As you hat. should. Like, I don't, it's right. fifth grade. Pair, pair of shorts yes. or sweatpants, like, let's go have some fun. The coach on the opposing team had, like, a, a one-fourth zip sweater made that had, like, the logo of their team imprinted on the logo <laughs> and had, like, a dry erase board to draw up plays and stuff. It was, like, wearing a pair of slacks, and I just thought, okay, we're, we're getting into this. We're playing dress-up for fifth-grade basketball. This is fun. It is, yeah, because I remember last year when my daughter played in the same league and she was in fourth, there were two teams where, like, one coach almost got tossed by the officials because he wouldn't stop barking at them, <laughs> and another coach was, like, calling like four or five plays and she was like looking like she was trying to be pat summit and i'm like it's fourth grade we play 11 games stop can we just focus on dribbling how about that how about we dribble the ball up the floor and we'll start there i, I i'll be honest with you it's it's kind of to the point where it's not just hey can we dribble it's do you know which way we're going? Where's our hoop? <laughs> which which direction? i have to sometimes look at my team and go guys which what way? hoop? <laughs> And they have to point. I go, good job. Okay. There we go. Okay. We're going in the right. We're, we're good. Going, we're going the right way. We're good. Nobody wants to lose a fifth grade girls basketball game on an own goal. Not good. You can't have somebody getting a steal going the wrong direction and scoring in their own hoop. Score free their team this year. <laughs> she she got the ball. She got super excited on a rebound. And yes! she, she put it right back up. And I went, no. <laughs> and the other team got the points. And she ran down. And she goes, did I get those points? And I'm like, no. Yeah. yeah, the other team did. Not quite, not quite. Which is weird, because, like, count them in your head. You should technically get the points in the box score. It just counted for the other team. 
Yeah, that's kind of a tricky spot because then your box score is going to tell you a different final than the actual final score. No, like the individual players should be credited for two points, sure. even though the team got the two points. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying it's that would weird. look weird because your box score would add up to a different oh, total to a than, different your, number. than yeah. your final. Yeah. Because that happens in hockey all the time. There's own goals. Guys hit, you know, accidentally off of a yeah. stick or a body and it goes into their own goal. It's like, well, that doesn't count. Whoever, whoever hit it off the dude gets credit for the goal. Uh, well, we got to get going. We got a busy show today. Uh, I have no idea if we have a guest. Okay. That kind of sets up what I was giving you at the beginning of the. I, I reached out. I was told no or busy or can't go that early, can't go that time. And I got about seven others that didn't respond. So I'm sitting I'll, in a great place. I'll talk full swing for 15 minutes. We're good. I don't. I don't. 15 minutes of full swing. I don't know if anybody wants that. I might binge the entire thing today. I am afraid I will, too. <laughs> I cleaned my house yesterday. I'm like, I got nothing going on. I was wondering, like, do I want to go to the range in between to break it up? Do I want to go to the range first? Do I want to go to the range afterwards? A lot of decisions today. I don't know. We got Statter Story to get to, so I'm excited for that edition uh, today, and it's a loaded show. We are going to start. How would you handle this? Because we got an idea of how one person did, and I'll tell you what it is and who it is. Next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Get to some Blazer stuff today. Obviously, they got their ass kicked yesterday. That was never close. No, it was not. They looked. Dame looked out of gas. I know he still, box score-wise, had a decent night, but... Yeah. He looked out of gas. His out of gas nights are still 30 points. That's a pretty good night. That's a pretty good night. Uh, I ask you this, Dirt. uh, It's always easy to play the game, but I'm just genuinely curious what people's initial thoughts are. So if you had a top five pick in a draft Mm -hmm. and you owned a franchise, would you let the cat out of the bag and tell people who you're eyeing, or would you try (laughs) to keep this as close to the vest as possible? Because yesterday... Uh Jim Ursay of the Colts held a press conference. They hired Shane Steichen, so they hold the introductory press conference. Steichen's crying. He's happy. It's a good shot for him. Ursay's ecstatic. We got an offensive-minded guy. Here we go. And he's asked about the draft. The Colts have the fourth pick in the draft. And Ursay says, that Alabama guy, he looks pretty good, I'll tell you. And so people are concluding the Colts are going to go draft a quarterback and the guy from Alabama would be Bryce Young. Now, there's some school of thought here. Did he just screw his own team and let teams know what they're kind of doing? Or does it not matter? And you just say, you know what? We're looking for a quarterback. We're obviously looking for a quarterback situation right now. And 
you just hope that the pick stays and that he falls to you. Yeah, the funny thing is I, I did see people reacting to this yesterday. It's it's not an outlandish take that the Indianapolis Colts need to draft a quarterback. They have tried the old veteran thing how many seasons in a row now, and it hasn't worked. Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, like – you, you got to start from scratch. Let's see what we can find and, and if we can develop a guy. And they're they're claiming that's the reason they hired that coach, that he's had a good track record of helping develop quarterbacks, and they know that they're going to draft a guy in the top four. The other thing that made you know made me chuckle is, I don't know if Jim Irsay is smart enough to do this, but maybe he likes the other quarterbacks. Maybe he's a big Will Levis guy, and he's just trying to throw other teams off the scent because the second he said, <laughs> you're going with off the scent, I, I could like be. The, the second he <laughs> uttered the phrase, we lack that Alabama guy, which I love that we don't use the name. We just call him the Alabama guy. Did you try to do an Alabama accent at I the beginning of I kind of went Alabama that? there, yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's Jim say he's in Indy. He's not really a southern <laughs> accent guy, but we're talking about Alabama, so I, I could, thought I'd so why could you go feel with the flow? It? He was like, we, we lack. He started doing kind of the southern <laughs> twang, and then he kind of got right out. He's like, we lack. The uh, Alabama guy. Let me tell you about that boy from Alabama. <laughs> we're going to draft him in the first round. Uh, but it, 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 the, the second he said that, the GM turned around and, and looked at him and like basically was like, huh? Like gave him a confused look. Yes. So he was clearly either not expecting that comment because they want to draft Bryce Young or he's like, hey, you're crazy as a fox. You put everybody off the set. We want to draft the guy that likes mayo no, in his coffee. I think Jim Merce's just crazy. Yeah. So yep. I, I think when owners say stuff, uh, I wouldn't put too much stock in it. Really? No. I, I see. He's the kind of guy. Yeah, but he's also. I think the GM in there will be like, Jim, let me do this. He I don't can... know, man. How long did it take to hire a coach? And Steichen might be the dude. But is it not odd that that process took a lot long? They were one of the last two teams to make a coaching decision. Well, if Steichen was the guy that they liked from the beginning there's reports that he then. wanted saturday to stay and that the uh, general manager was like no yeah. let me go get a real coach here well he's just crazy so but the <laughs> Look, GM darius leonard was at super bowl row media row and said jeff saturday is a good coach let him get a full year with a staff <laughs> and see what we can do darius leonard or Shaq leonard like that's the starting all pro yeah. middle linebacker jim mercy just crazy he is crazy, but I don't know if he's crazy enough to throw teams off with sense of, <laughs> I, li I like this guy, but I really don't. I'm looking at somebody else. I mean, the odds are he wants to draft Bryce Young, and he just uttered it yesterday because he is crazy, and I don't know how smart he is because he hired Jeff Saturday to be his coach last year. I, the, the good thing they have going for him, though, at least, is the fact that, and this could all blow up with trades, but two of the three teams ahead of him are not taking a quarterback if they stay there. Chicago has already come out and basically said Justin Fields is our guy. And that's that's the right decision in my mind. One of these prospects is not better than Justin Fields. See if you can get an elite offensive, defensive lineman. Maybe you trade down in the draft. Oh, it's a no-brainer move for the Bears to to not take a quarterback because if the, if, if the best possible thing happens with them, Fields hits, now you're a good team with a competent or good quarterback. Fields doesn't hit. You're right back where you were, yeah. and next year's class is better than this year's class. Exactly. If there was a Trevor Lawrence in this year's class, somebody along those lines, I would get it and want to consider it. But the, Will Levis and Bryce Young and some of the guys at the top of this draft class, they could be good. We never know college going to the NFL. But they're not, they're not screaming home run, can't miss prospect to me. Some of them might, and some of them might not. Arizona's probably not taking a quarterback. That would shock everybody at number three. They just signed Kyler Murray to a contract extension. We've said that. We said about sure. that team before. They would. They just drafted Josh Rose. Yeah, that's a little different than giving a guy $200 million and saying he's our franchise guy because I don't know if they have a way out of that contract. Um, so, I, again, both those teams could trade down in the draft. But if they don't, the only team up there that might take a quarterback and is likely to take a quarterback is Houston. But you know my take on the Texans. If I'm the Texans, I'm not taking a quarterback this year. I'm not. Give me one of these studs on defense. Give me an elite offensive lineman to the exact point that you just brought up about the Chicago Bears. The Texans are going to suck next year. D'Amico Ryans might be a good coach. They're going to suck next year. They're one of the worst rosters in the NFL. And take your shot, man. Build your build the outside in before getting a quarterback and throwing him to the Wolves with a really bad roster around him. Well, see, here's... Okay, so let me ask you this. If the Bears were sitting at number one and it was Drake May and Caleb Williams in this draft, what would you want to do as a Bears fan? You'd have to consider it. You'd have to. 
Really? Yeah. I so those two guys would change your mind they about would. how you feel about Justin Fields. This draft class doesn't. No. Is Bryce Young going to be better than Justin Fields? Has he shown I don't know. anything? He might. He I, might I, be. I, I, don't, sure. I, I tend to not be a big Bryce Young guy. I, I'm not one of these. I know not every player is like the other, but we either play the Doug Flutie, Kyler Murray, or not Doug Flutie, uh, Drew Brees, excuse me. Small or quarterback game. The yeah. small quarterback game. Like, who is he? How How is he going to play? And Young's pretty athletic, but I don't know. There's something about his stature. I don't know if he can take a hit. There's something about that for me, and so like, I, I really wouldn't be in on Bryce Young. I could be way wrong, though. He could be an amazing talent. Yeah, we're all wrong on quarterbacks. When he gets to the National Football League, but for that reason, yeah, I I, I want nothing to do with the Bryce Young thing. I'd, I'd rather just do what you're saying. The thing that sucks about that is that's not sexy. It doesn't, in, it doesn't get a lot of fans excited. And also, there's an element that's real with culture. And your culture, you'd be saying out loud, I don't care that we suck. Well, and see, to me, I view it differently. Like, why can't it? Can I? I would argue a non-quarterback might have a more more of an impact on your roster than a quarterback would as a rookie. Like, I would argue, I think something like Jalen Carter might be more ready to play and make a difference than Bryce Young would be. So it might actually end up getting you better next season than a rookie quarterback would, and throwing well, him to the wolves. Yeah, but I yeah, I see your point That's about culture, true. and you're trying. Hey, we're trying to build and establish something, and we want to. To me, I would just I would flip the argument if I'm the coach to that fan base and saying like it doesn't. We're not one player away. <laughs> Nobody, no, nobody would foolishly think that you are one player away, and so we're trying to build this the best way we know how. you got to win games in the trenches. We're trying to get offensive and defensive linemen, and then we're going to make our move on a franchise quarterback. But that is the one position that if you don't address it and you just settle, yeah, people know exactly kind of what your M.O. is. Like if you're the Bears, fill-in-the-blank defensive player, you're five years into your career, six years into your career, and you watch your team – not care about a certain the, the most important position. If you're on the Colts and they don't mm-hmm. draft Bryce Young or the Texans and they don't draft Will Levis or Young or whoever, you're on the other side of the ball going, cool, we're not going to be good. <laughs> and my team doesn't care. Yeah. It's Khalil Mack on the Raider, or on the Bears. Yes. I mean, they, they never had a quarterback. He was an all-pro, yeah. one of the best defenders in the league, and they never found him a franchise quarterback, and they couldn't win at a high level because of it. So did Ursay let the cat out of the bag yesterday, yes or no? Final uh, answers? Yeah, I'll probably I'll go yes. yes. I'll go yes. Yeah, I yeah. think they want Bryce Young, <laughs> and I think the GM was like, what? <laughs> Why I mean, are you saying this out loud? I know we just mentioned not I, some of these guys I wouldn't want to take. for The, the Colts have to take a quarterback. They've, they've done the veteran quarterback thing three years in a row. They don't. Why why did the Colts have to do it, but you're telling us the Texans don't? Because they've done it for three straight years. But they tried with veterans. I know. That's what I'm saying. Are you going to go out and do the veteran thing again? Yes. Okay. I I would rather have one of the quarterbacks in next year's draft. I think Williams and May are it. I do. I'm I'm a big believer in them. Yeah, and there's only two guys, though. And so how many other teams are going to be down at the bottom of that list? And are you going to be worse than those teams to be near the bottom of that list? That's a fair point to, to bring up. Uh, So we'll see what the Colts end up doing. Coming up next, uh, is this it for an all-time athlete and what the end usually looks like? That's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, welcome back in. Dirt and Sprague with you. 634 on the sports leader that is known as 1080 The Fan. We'll dive into the Blazers. Bad news for one player. Worst news for fans. But uh, before we do that, I, I was uh, watching something yesterday that is of interest to me. And I, I found one of the quotes very interesting. And there's a golf tournament this week starting tomorrow, the Genesis. At Riviera, baby! Riviera, one of the best courses. Of course, I would love to play. That absolutely would dominate me. They're in talks about hosting, I believe, the 2031 U.S. Open. Okay. They plan majors Can't like they plan uh, future non-conference college football games. Okay. you got to map it out about a decade in advance. All right. I like it. Um, and Tiger Woods is making his debut. His season debut is going to be at the Genesis Tournament. His first non-major, I believe, since 2020 prior to the accident, which happened the week of the Genesis two years ago. And I want to play a quote from you to get your thoughts. And then I also want to bring up another thing I saw from this weekend when the waste management was going on in the same city as the Super Bowl. But the first is Tiger Woods' press conference yesterday. And I thought this was a really good question uh, by one of the writers in terms of Tiger and his career going forward compared to how other greats handled their careers even long after longer win they would still play in these tournaments listen to this q and you're 60 and you don't wake up with the irrational belief i could win this tournament could you still enjoy any of it i i, I don't i have not come around to the idea of being if, if, I, if i'm playing i'm playing to win okay uh, i know that players have played and they are ambassador of the game and trying to grow the game i I, I can't have my mind. I can't wrap my mind around that uh, as as a competitor. If I'm if I'm playing in the event, I'm I'm going to try and beat you. Um, I'm there to get a W. Okay, so I, I don't understand that making a cut's a great thing. Um, I, if I enter the event, uh, it's always to to get a W. And I, there there will come a point in time when my body will not allow me to do that anymore. And it's probably sooner than later. Um, but wrapping my head around that, that, that transition and being an ambassador role and just playing and just trying to be out here with the guys, no, that's not in my DNA. Um, ambassador role and hosting events like this and hosting the, the Genesis Invitational um, or Hero and doing those type of things, I, I totally get it. Uh, but as a player, you know, I flip the hat around and become a player. Um, from a player standpoint, it, yeah, I'm, I'm here to get that W. So Tiger doesn't want to be one of those old farts just walking around the course and waving at people, knowing he has no chance in hell of competing or even winning. It's all or nothing for that dude. And you can say, well, he's already at that point. Yeah, he doesn't feel that way yet, though. He physically still feels like he can go out and put together four great days and win a tournament. He might be misguided in that belief, but you can't fault him. He's still there mentally. He's not at that place where I think he's accepted what maybe he is compared to the field. I'm glad he's not there yet. He shouldn't be there yet. Will he? Will there be time to eventually get to that state of mind? Yeah, there will. I, I think there will eventually become a time, whether it's you know two years from now, five years from now, ten years from now, where, where he is the ambassador at certain tournaments that he plays, and he's always going to play a specific schedule going forward because of the injuries that he's been through. The, the unique thing about his role is I would argue that he's already turned into the ambassador, just not necessarily on the course during tournaments. I, I think you look at the impact that he's had off the course and keeping the PGA Tour together. You look at what he started with Rory McIlroy with the Tiger Golf League, which is going to debut next year, which has been a huge boom for some of these players to give them a little extra financial incentive to stick around the PGA Tour. Like It was just announced this week that Xander Shoffley joined up. <clears throat> 
Excuse me. And that's big because he's he's a guy that's been rumored to go to live now for a while. And so if you can find a way for a little extra bonus money to go these guys' ways, and if you don't remember what the Tiger Golf League is, it's going to be a Monday night thing that starts January of next year, and it's going to be on the week of PGA Tour tournaments, and they're going to do fun team events and, you know, some, you know games of horse, different, you know, just different fun things. And Alaire on Monday nights, and here we're leading into the whatever tournament it is that weekend. Him and Rory started that. And so I would argue he's already become the ambassador of off the course, but I love to hear his answer that he still views himself as a competitor. It's one of the unique, cool things about golf. And he was asked a lot about this yesterday. These athletes like Tom Brady and, and LeBron James playing until they're 38, 39, or Brady getting until he's 45. And he pointed out, you know, golf's unique, man. Like you can win at older ages, you can compete at older ages. Um, it's not as hard on your body, and you're going to have the ability to continue to play for basically as long as you want. And anytime he tees it up, he thinks he has a chance to win. Why wouldn't he? He's Tiger, Tiger freaking Woods. Now, let me ask you this. I went and looked up the numbers. The Waste Management was in Phoenix this weekend. The Waste Management on Saturday got up to no, $2.54 and on Sunday reached as high as $3.58 million. Pretty damn good. Um, that's, that, see, that's the thing is I know some people hear this conversation and go, oh, golf, such a niche thing. I just want to highlight, like, primetime NBA games on ABC when there's no football. They're happy if they get that number. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. So I can't come to the show and act like, well, basketball, it's a big thing. There's as many, if not more, people watching a tournament like that than there is watching the NBA. So clearly it's not just some little niche thing. But I would say is, though, why hasn't the PGA learned from the waste management? How does a league or a tour or whatever you want to call the entity, how do you have the show out of crowd? You had a nice redneck streaker involved. <laughs> your TV number, your TV numbers are bigger for that tournament than sometimes your major rounds. And easily the biggest non-major tournament you get is probably the waste management with 3.58 million people watching that. And yet, Every other tournament is traditional in nature, whereas that one is so different. Uh -huh. But that's clearly attracting a certain segment of people that aren't following you the rest of the way. Well, here's the, here's the thing that I want to watch going forward is this is the start of these premier events that the PGA Tour is, is doing. These elevated tour. Elevated tour events. Th this was their response to Live Golf. And so essentially this year, they are mandating the top 20 to 25 players in the world. You have to play in certain events. You sure. don't have a choice. So Rory McIlroy is a great example of this. He's one of the best golfers in the world. I don't know what his world ranking is, two or three right now. He, he never plays the waste management. He doesn't. He always starts his season over in Europe and Saudi Arabia on the DP World Tour, and then he eventually comes over and starts getting ready for the Masters. He had to show up and play the waste management this weekend, and he said it's not a course that fits his eye. So that's a, the, the only counter-argument I have to you, because I see what you're saying about the atmosphere, and it's amazing to watch. I'm just wondering how much of it is the atmosphere and how much of it is the fact that you know as a viewer going into this tournament – you're, it's the best field you could possibly have for a PGA Tour event. And the PGA Tour has never done this before until this year it was a reaction to live. So, for example, this weekend, again, is another elevated event where you have to, if you're a certain world ranking, you have yeah. to play in this golf tournament. I think I think that's fair, but like also today you, you highlighted it. The, that golf show on Netflix is getting released. Uh -huh. What is that called? The uh, Full Swing. Full Swing. I think anybody that plays golf, likes golf, a lot, a little bit, doesn't matter. They're going to watch that. You're going to watch it. Mm -hmm. I think people who even don't like golf are going to watch it because people started watching the Formula One show, and I, they didn't give a rat's ass about racing before that. And what it did to the Formula One circuit mm -hmm. was massive. And so, like, what I'm asking, though, I get what you're saying on the elevated tournaments and making certain guys play. In some tournaments, you're not going to have everybody. I understand that. But I'm talking about the environment. I do think the environment is a huge part of why people tune into that tournament. Specifically, you're going to see drunk people all over. You're getting Ricky Fowler. They're calling him Big D Rick. <laughs> and somebody tells him to shush. And then he is on the green trying to pump people up. Like, no, keep chanting it. <laughs> Drains a putt. They're booing players who miss the greens on par threes. This show is going to elevate the tour. Old, you know, 
stingy golf guy can shrug his shoulders or, oh, stop. It's true. Because look what it's done for Formula One. Mm-hmm. And if you if you give us good behind-the-scenes stuff, I'm, I, guess, I guess what I'm asking is, is, is the PGA Tour ready to evolve? Because this is a moment that it should. How do you get that viewership number, especially on a Super Bowl Sunday, and then you come with some random tournament where you have a decent amount of the top players playing, and quiet, please, quiet on the tay box. <laughs> it's just, I love golf. I will say as somebody who plays a lot of golf and watches more golf now, it's amazing how retro and old school they still are in a lot of areas. And I guess I'm wondering, because Liv exists, is the PGA ready to evolve? Because this show is going to do that. The Waste Management proved what kind of style of golf people like to watch. Mm-hmm. It's not just that the best players are playing. It's that I can go watch a par three where there's 16,000 people <laughs> ready to boo or cheer or scream the entire time. Yeah. You don't get that anywhere else. No, outside of a Ryder Cup, you don't get it anywhere. Um, <clears throat> I, I see every argument that you're making, and I, I at times have to fight against my fuddy-duddy feelings because I, I am an old fuddy-duddy, and there's times where those instincts will kick in. I can see it in his face across well, across the glass where the he's only, like, oh, I don't know about that. It's like, sure. why? The well, only, one, the, I let think... me just I got two last things on this. The, the only two things I got on this are, one, I do think the PGA Tour has evolved, to your point. I, I think elevated events are a great way to evolve. Like, we go through this in the NBA a lot, and there was a story I have actually in my notes for today. The NBA is trying to figure out how do we get guys playing? We, we don't have elite players playing on every night. Fans don't like it. If I'm turning on a game, I want to see Kevin Durant play LeBron James. They don't play against each other. Mm-hmm. And so that's a major problem for sports leagues. And so I think that was the first thing that the PGA Tour had to tackle was how do we get the most big-name players, because that's what we all want to watch. These outside stories are fun from time to time. We want the biggest names that are in the biggest tournaments, and that's what they've done with elevated events. This weekend's going to be the same. It's going to be a great field. Tiger Woods is playing, and you're probably going to look up on Saturday and be like, damn, that's a hell of a leaderboard going into Sunday because that's what elevated tournaments will bring to you. The the only fear, I don't even know what's a fear, the only counter argument, because I totally agree with what you're saying, like you got to evolve atmospheres and all that kind of stuff. One of the things that I think we love about the waste management is that it is unique is that you look forward to it every year because it's a standalone event. Like, you turn it on, and I know I'm going to get chaos, and I'm going to get a dude with 19 hole painted down his butt crack, jumping into a lake. Like, <laughs> it's going to be madness. It's going to be wild. Would, and, and maybe this is a misguided fear. Would it, would it ring hollow? Would, it, would it, we wear out on it if it happened every single weekend? Because this, like, something that makes the waste management ratings great is that the crowd is great and it's a one off. You get it one time a year. But if that's what it was every single weekend, would the novelty eventually wear off? I guess would be my question. Uh, I'll say it real quick, Swag, and then I'll, I'll let you chime in here because it seems like you, you wanted to say something. Uh, I hear your point. It, college football doesn't do that for us. Atmospheres are great everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we, in part, tune in because we love the sport, we love the teams. I also tune in because I love the atmosphere of it. I, I don't think it would. Now, you're not going to get every tournament where somebody's streaking and hammered drunk and jumping into a pond. That is unique for the waste management. I think if you were to bring that atmosphere to different tournaments, no, I, I, I don't think the novelty. Because it's sports. Every other league has fans that do that. Mm-hmm. That's a normal thing every single game. Blazer fans can be crazy. Uh, but in golf, it's it is it's it's a rarity. It's it, you don't see it, and so I just I I wondered today as I woke up. I almost watched the first episode. <laughs> I was like, no, hold it, hold it, hold, hold it. on, hold on. I got up early and I got some stuff done at my house because I want to go home today. I have. No- I got some shopping done. I want to go home and I want to watch two or three of these. It's going to be a beautiful day, and I want to watch what it looks like. And I just wondered because you guys have been far more into golf for longer than I have. Are you thinking or wondering the same things that I am? Is the PGA ready to evolve? Are they ready for the attention they're going to start getting from things like the Waste Management and from this show that's about to debut today on Netflix? Uh, We got to go. We're a little over the clock. Dirt and Sprague back with more. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Uh, Anthony Simon suffers a bad injury last night, and Shaden Sharp is robbing everybody. That's coming up. Uh, we got quarterback chatter to get to today. And uh, Dirt's got an NBA note he wants to talk about. Uh, Swag, I, I went over the clock there. You look like you wanted to say something. You, in my eyes, are the old, stingy golf guy who has problems with people like me coming into your sport and saying, hey, this could be fun, this could be loud, this could be different than what we've seen for 50 to 60 years, and you sometimes have a look on your face like, would you shut the hell up and go away? <laughs> Am I wrong in interpreting that? No, I, I think the dirt, I think it's got to be organic. I don't think you can force it, and so tournament to tournament. I don't see that ever happening at Pebble Beach. Some of it is just the configuration of courses as well. Yeah. Like Pebble Beach, half the course, and same thing at Torrey Pines. You're on a bluff. You can't. There's no crowd on the side that's on the cliff overlooking the ocean. So some of it is that regard. You have massive crowds. Um, there's massive crowds at the Masters and at the U.S. Opens and the roars when play gets going late. I said, but I, I don't think you can manufacture that that atmosphere at. 16 at TPC Scottsdale has built slowly and slowly over the years. If you remember, it was just one side that there was a grandstand, and it, so it's built up, and you have to, it has to be embraced by everybody. The other piece will be sponsors. Like if you're having somebody writing a 10 to $15 million check to put their name on it, they got to be cool with it. And if you want all this, if the players want all this money and these elevated purses and all that sort of stuff, if a sponsor is a little sketchy about what this thing's turning into, I'm not saying they're right or wrong. I'm just saying if you want to see this more often, you're going to have to get the sponsors behind you. I see. I Yeah, I hear your point on the manufactured. I, I guess I, I wouldn't be suggesting like, hey, make people react and do what they do at the waste <laughs> management. It's more yeah. like allowing because you go to some of these tournaments. You're right. Some courses don't shape yeah. out the way TPC does in Scottsdale, but – there are a lot of courses that are open enough for people to follow. The galleries can get massive. It's not about manufacturing it. It's more just allowing it. Because right now, a lot of people are conditioned, shh, shh, don't do anything. Don't move. He's putting. Whereas like TPC, they don't care. And they'll scream and they'll boo and they'll cheer and they'll go crazy. There's, But even on, there's still some decorum. What they don't want is the random, if there is crowd noise and buzz, but it's consistent, what you don't want is the one guy shouting right in the middle of your backswing. That still irks the yeah, golfers. But I see an official on 16, the Scheffler and his group on Sunday had hit off the green, and I see an official with a sign-up says, quiet, please. Nobody is quiet. Yeah. Nobody yeah. cares what that dude's sign says. So it's not manufacturing to me. It'd be more like just being a little more laxed on some of that stuff. Well, the other part of it, too, is I think to Swag's point, I mean, you go look at Tiger's hole-in-one in 97 and see how much that tournament has grown. And it is exponentially larger than it used to be. The other part of it that makes the waste management unique and special is the fact that you get so much traffic from out of Phoenix areas that go down there. Like, I, I had a group of buddies that went down, and they played golf down in the area this past weekend. Expensive weekend with the Super Bowl going on. But it's probably the most, outside of the major tournaments, probably the most traveled-to event because it's February, and we're looking to get out of the cold, and, and why not go to Arizona? Yeah. Like People are going. I don't think as many people travel for other random PGA tour stops as much as they do let's go to the waste management and have fun and drink and booze And you look up. at, like, the Amex and the, the AT&T Pebble Beach, they're using three courses to play those events. 
So you can't, yeah. how do you, it, you're so spread out. So I think there are other ones. The players is actually a 17th at TPC Sawgrass. Now the That's Island Green, one. Yeah, you will see that has built up. They're they, starting to get that one to be a little more. That one they get, you know, the tee shots go off mm -hmm. and you hear the crowd rise up <laughs> right. and that sort of thing. Um, so I think there's, I think there's spots. I think you'll, you'll pick it. I think the one thing is, is can those other tournaments be consistent, stay at the same courses over time? I think that's how you build it up too. I can feel a lot of people going, my God, they've done two segments on golf. I can <laughs> feel that in my bones. So I say that going into the blazer stuff, but my final point is I just, I really want to see what golf is in the next 18 to 24 months. This show's coming out today, and I think it's, it's. I mean, it's the same people making all these other shows that are amazing. The tennis one's getting rave reviews. I still haven't seen that one. I've seen a little bit of the F1. I haven't seen every episode. There's always a bump from these, and I, I guess I'm just asking out loud, is golf ready for that? Are they going to do anything different? Are they going to – how are you going to welcome the non-traditional golf guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, who calls them golf cleats instead of golf shoes? <laughs> or are you going to be how I feel swag would be? He'd be uh, Shooter McGavin. Go back to your shanties, people. Go like, back to your shanties. <laughs> there's an element of that that I guess we'll see how they respond to it. Yeah, so. I just I think the last thing I'd say on it, I, I think the elevated events are a great way to start because to your point, people are going to watch this show. It's following 15 to 20 of the top players in the world. And so if I learn who these guys are off the course, if I turn on a golf tournament, who do I want to see? The guys that were in the show. Yeah. And the guys that are in the, sh in the show are the guys that are going to be forced to play in these elevated events. So I think that's a start. And then I think the Tiger Golf League is going to be big a year from now. It's, it's not quite there yet. But to your larger point about how is golf going to embrace this and handle it and run with it, I think elevated events are a good start. And I think the Tiger Golf League is going to be huge next year for them, especially in the end of the spring and summer on Mondays when nothing is going on. Uh, we've been deprived here in Portland, and also some awful things happened yesterday. We'll get to the Blazers coming up. Hour two. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.